I am uh, compulsive about everything. Uh, got it. And I've been I've been fighting my weight since I was a child. Uh, my first foray into losing weight was when I was ten years old, and I lost a third of my weight. I'm now seventy three, an old uh, devil, um, and I'm still fighting. Um, I first joined OA in two thousand and five, and I had working really hard on a diet, lost a lot of weight, 100 pounds, and, but there was too much uh, deity stuff. I, I am also in another 12-step program, and it about ran me off. Uh, I was salvaged in that one when somebody said, let G-O-D be a group of drunks, and, and that, and since, all the people in the rooms and now in the Zoom are in fact my support. They are, you are the power I have. Um, I came to Nebraska and rejoined OA a couple of years ago. Um, I was morbidly obese and I needed a lung transplant. Um, and, and they said, we, one, don't like to do it on people at all, your, your age, and we can't do it on anybody in your health condition. But one of the people I had worked with in the other 12-step program was also in OA, and he said, well, you know, we, we've done pretty good. Let's let's give this one a shot. And with uh, that help and keeping it really simple, sort of one thing at a time and not trying to diet, uh, I've lost uh, 100 pounds again and have kept it off now for about a year. Uh, I'm not trying to blow weight around, but the the doctors have decided that I'm still not a good transplant candidate, but the chemotherapy I'm on has stopped the progression of the disease, uh, my lung loss. Uh, I have a hat on because I'm continually cold, but I, and I apologize, I suppose, for looking like this. But nevertheless, working somewhere between um, a diet, if you will, and normal eating, I've gotten here. In fact, uh, I, and I read, I'm a voracious reader, have been for ever. I'm a retired professor. I'm a retired cattle veterinarian, so not trying to be uh, insensitive, but I work on things. <laughs> If you eat it, I treat it. You know, it's one of those. I'm sorry. That's I'm a veterinarian. I love animals, uh, but the 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 the, uh, the the program has has given me an opportunity to look deeper into my own self. Uh, self compassion. I found unbelievable numbers of 
amazing resources in the secular uh, overeaters website. And I'm not trying to plug, I guess I am trying to plug, the Food Freedom Manual is amazing. And many of the podcasts and associated materials have just literally for me been life-saving. Um, and I continue. I, I still am a voracious reader. Just finished a book called Self-Compassion, which I enjoyed a great deal. Uh, addiction is a, is a funny thing with all of us. And I'm sort of addicted. I'm easy addicted, if you will. I've never done drugs because I couldn't afford them. But I, I have smoked and I've drank and, and I actually think I did both as a substitute for eating. So if you're smoking, you don't eat for a while, a minute or two. If you're drinking and you drink enough, uh, you pass out and you don't eat when you're passed out. And it, that's uh, not a good substitute for compulsive eating. But taking it just a little at a time and listening, I, I told one of our secular overeater leaders, and we have a bunch of good people who was talking about sharing. I don't share very often, but I steal every day, every meeting. And my larceny knows, knows no bounds. I will pilfer from those who have just joined the meeting the first day or the, the group or those who have been in program for half their lives. Um, there are wonderful thoughts and ideas at every meeting and I, and I snack them up. Um, so it, it's... It is, it is a tremendous issue that, at any rate, I'm doing great. And I have stumbled onto some of the sources for some of the organizational literature. Like we have a new food plan, and it has more words than just the new food plan. But one of the authors is Teresa Wright, registered dietitian, and I found a podcast, which OA an OA podcast, in which she was interviewed, and she discussed her philosophy. And she works almost targets compulsive uh, overeaters, such as such as me. And she talks about her targets and kind of how she gets there. Um, and then I chased her website and I've chased her blogs. Um, those, all those things kind of help me have a reasonable plan of eating. And, and I, I was really confused for a year about what in the world is absence. I, in fact, I first started going to a how group and decided <laughs> I, I'm not good enough for that bunch. I, this they were way too strict. If you ate one too many pretzels, you couldn't talk for 60 days or something. Uh, I, I was raised in an evangelical church. 
and the boys had to sit on one side and the girls on the other, but I could still smell them. And I, you know, it was a bad deal. And by the time I was 16, I was sure I was going to hell because of the thoughts I had in my head. But in, in the how group almost struck me that sort of stringent. But I've stumbled, I finally figured out, I finally found the stuff in OA that defined abstinence. I'd heard lots of stuff and I'm, you know, there's different kinds of addicts and red lights and green lights and yellow light foods and those kind of things. But OA really makes it pretty simple. And once I understood that, it was sort of smooth sailing. And as about a year ago, I little over that when it's a refrain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors. I laugh and I really do laugh because so many of the things it seems like we do in OA, secular or otherwise, is compulsive. <laughs> I, you know, we're, we're going to plan our meals a week in advance or whatever. We weigh and measure. We do all these compulsive kinds of things and then somehow that just seemed funny to me. Now I do, you know. I weighed some stuff tonight. And I do record what I eat, those kind of things. So I, I'm my own brand of compulsion. But the, that, that absence definition is pretty, free, pretty doggone simple. Refrain from compulsive eating and, and refrain from compulsive food behaviors. You know, you don't have to, then, and however that fits you, that's, that's pretty straightforward and not much, uh, not much to fuss about or argue about or complain. I don't know. I like it. And they moved in that same document, uh, 2021 document from the World Health or World, whatever. They didn't include, you got to do the steps. They do say that you do all this and the working the steps help you spiritually, emotionally, and physically recover. But the steps are not part of me having to be abstinent, which is kind of nice. Now, I worked steps two decades ago. And the first time I worked them, um, boy, it was tough. You know, they, they had me on my knees conf confessing my uh, sins, if you will. But after that, somebody got a hold of me and said, no, let's, these steps have got to be there. Let them help you be the person you want to be. And after that, it's been smooth sailing. For me, I don't do step three. Uh, and there's ways to talk about doing step three that are not using the word. But I, to this day, I do one, two, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 every day. And I, it's just, in fact, it's kind of what I do all day. Uh, I get up early in the morning and walk. That's about 30 minutes or an hour. 
now that I'm retired, I can do an hour. And I don't put anything in my ears or otherwise. I just, I want to do it in the dark and watch the stars and listen to my footsteps. That's meditation time. And I will do it again tonight after dark. Kind of clear my head. And it's the times I do my 10th step. I call it the DGs. And I actually, one of those things I stole from this group, the four Gs. The DG, the D for me, is what could I or should I have done differently? And the four Gs are just as they were given in a meeting, this meeting. What went great? What glitches did I have? What am I grateful for? And what are tomorrow's doubles? Well, that's pretty straight up. And when you've got something that simple, I have something that simple to think about. It kind of goes all day in my head and around. Um, step one is one of those deals. I wake up going, I don't have any control about this deal. I am, I am out for lunch. Powerless. And toward the end of the day, I start thinking about, okay, so who have I crossed? What have I done? And nine, how do I make about making amends? I mentioned my 11. And the 12 is I work with a lot of newcomers. I like it. I'm now a retired uh, university professor, uh, emeritus at a couple of different universities. I worked at a research institution, so I'm pretty scientifically based and in my head anyway. And I work with epidemiology, so numbers kind of live in my head. So when I start thinking about service, I think about my interaction with students for all these years. And I still get old past students at one last week, get in touch with me to visit. And, and I had a newcomer today, very first meeting ever. And he and I spent time on the phone and I've sent resources and we will continue. This, this is a program for everybody. I don't dictate what goes on with the people I sponsor. I like the sponsor I have. Help me get where I want to go and keeping it real simple. <laughs> In fact, I'll share with you our very first simple is he said, well, D, let's give up two of our very best friends. And I said, okay. okay. Five more who, minutes, got it. I said, okay, so who are those very best friends? And he said, well, Ben and Jerry. Got it. So we started just, and, and his buddies, their buddies. So just kind of knocking off one thing at a time. Uh, really worked, has, has worked, and finding alternatives. Um, as Teresa Wright, the author, one of the authors of our new plan of eating, says, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a good idea for the people I work with to get ravenously hungry. So I'd like to have them something appropriate 
their plan of eating within 10 or 30 minutes or so of when they first realize they're hungry. So they don't, at any rate, once again, I just steal from people and she's one of them, but she's one of our official people. So at any rate, I probably need to wrap it up. I'm within about uh, three and a half minutes of my 20. I hope I put my number and email in the chat. I have a ton of stuff I make slogans out of, such as the one you see on the screen. And I'll be happy to share or build you one customaries for you. Uh, little things you can put on the wall and help you make it through the day. And I so appreciate all of you for helping me make it through one more day. With that, I'll call it quits.